attempting to simplify the complexities of entrepreneurship and what makes for a good life. This podcast is riddled with questions, ideas, philosophical food for thought, tangible takeaways, and honest stories that highlight one man's journey. My name's Evan Shank. Welcome to the podcast, Which Way Now? All right, let's start this off with a little bit of a story about me as a little kid starting to find my entrepreneurial wings. So I was probably like 11-ish, give or take a few years, and I was just, I think I was saving up for something. I can't remember, but I needed more cash. I needed money. The thing is, when you're 11 years old, there's not really jobs out there. So I guess you can do chores and things along that those lines, but I had kind of tapped out everything as far as the chores that my parents would allow me to do. I, was, <laughs> I don't know if I was just running them dry with their cash or what was going on, but I needed to find another outside source, another way to collect some cash. So anyway, I had this idea, let's start just promoting myself through the neighborhood as the guy that can do any sort of odd job. You know, my dad had kind of given me this idea like, oh yeah, odd jobs. And I was like, what? I don't know what that means. And it's just all of the different random things, whether it's mowing a yard, um, pulling weeds, shoveling snow out of a driveway, and all sorts of stuff. And so I remember working with my dad. He helped me. I'm sure we were like in Microsoft Paint or something super cheesy and old school. This was like super late 90s, I would say. And we built this flyer. We made this flyer. And I remember there was this like little swirly thing we put in the corner as like my logo, right? And I was so proud of that logo. I thought, you know what? When people see this through the neighborhood, they are going to know who this represents and what things I can do for them. So I was all excited about it. And of course, I go out and I I felt uncomfortable because I didn't know people in the neighborhood yet. Or, I mean, it was a big neighborhood. So there's a lot of people you just, of course, would not really meet. And so went around and took, printed off a bunch of flyers and hung them kind of like in the mailbox or up by the front door, tried to knock on some doors. And of course, for anybody that's done that um, as a kid or more so even like little entry level sales positions or wherever when you do door knocking it's uncomfortable it's kind of like cold calling it's uncomfortable but I met some really cool people and I got to do some cool jobs I remember one job that I did just a few houses down from where I grew up this guy just needed help cleaning out his garage And he just had a bunch of crap in there and it just needed to get moved. And so I think it was like 30 bucks. I can't remember how much I charged or how much I made from that. But I remember helping him and it was an honest day's work. It took us a while and it was hot outside and the whole thing. But not only did I walk away with a little cash in my pocket, but I even got brand new Oakley's sunglasses. He had like... I don't know if he was like a distributor or something in his career, but he had a bunch of just brand new Oakleys that were still like in the wrapping and packaging and all that. So it was so cool. There was another guy. His name's Mr. Bear. He was an older gentleman. He's since passed away. And uh, it was really cool getting to know him because I was like this cute little kid, like shoveling his driveway when it was when it was um, snowy outside. And he's this elderly gentleman that lives by himself. And so I got to, you know, meet him and 
really what I want to talk about in this episode, and this hopefully this story helps kind of prompt it, is the idea that you got to take the next step. You got to go out and try new things. And the reality is we all have dreams and things that we aspire to become or things that we want to achieve in our lifetime. And the fact of the matter is you don't get anywhere if you don't take any steps. The difference is there are those that do and there are those that don't. Basically, you have, <laughs> I've heard the term, you've got your entrepreneurs and you've got your wantrepreneurs, like starting with the word want, <laughs> I guess. Um, and really, it's just the people that just talk the talk and they never really put any steps into it. It makes me think about the movie Yes Man with Jim Carrey. Uh, I can't remember what year it came out. It's been out for a little while, but and I'm sure you, most of you guys probably know which one I'm talking about. But the concept of that movie is that a guy living a pretty dull, boring life, nothing really exciting, nothing really great happening to him um, for one reason or another, and I probably should have rewatched the movie before talking about it here, but for whatever reason, he starts to basically opening up and saying yes to more opportunities, and it takes him on this like wild ride. He has so much fun doing all these crazy things that he never would have. He's meeting new people, trying out new things. His life just kind of blossoms. And it all was on the concept of just saying yes. When you want to say no, say yes instead. That's what this movie was about. And really what was happening is he was getting out of his comfort zone. And what it makes me think of is just this word courage. He became more courageous because the fact of the matter is the more time that you spend on the fringes of your comfort level, on the, on the edge of the things that you are comfortable or uncomfortable with, the more you spend the time there, the more you realize you're going to be okay. And typically, you come out better on the other side for trying something that would typically leave you feeling really nervous and you would walk away from. This is where I think courage starts to come in. And the more that you can have experiences of taking a little bit of a leap of faith, the more you're going to do it because you realize it's not that scary of a world out there. I mean, yes, I mean, it is scary, I guess. And trying something new for the first time is always going to be nerve wracking, no matter how skilled you are or how experienced you are. Um, there are things that make people nervous and uncomfortable. But the more that you spend time on the fringes of your comfort zone, the more you're going to realize that taking the next step isn't so big. It, it isn't that big of a deal. And you start to find that you can create a little bit of momentum out of that as well, which really does help. And I think something that's worth mentioning here before moving forward is I don't think that saying yes is the only way forward. Using that Jim Carrey, yes man example, it was all about saying yes. But I think the reality is, and it might be becoming more true in recent days than back in the day, but the concept that yes is good, but so is no. Saying no to things is really important, and that can for sure be its own episode um, if we wanted to get into that. But the fact of the matter is people sometimes will think that yes is a step forward and no is a step back. And I don't necessarily think that's true. Now, it depends on the circumstance. Of course, everything is circumstantial and case by case, right? 
But saying no to something can open you up for bigger opportunities or ones that are more aligned with the goals that you have for yourself. So I think that's important and it's really worth mentioning is, you know, maybe right now think about like what is something that you should probably say yes to? And then also, what is something that you should be saying no to? And I'll like legitimately ask you that question. I'm like, hit me in the DMs on my Instagram. I think that's where I want to. Obviously, this is a new podcast, so I'm still trying to figure out the workflows and everything else. Um, But what I think we could do is I want to hear your feedback on some of the questions that I ask throughout these episodes. So DM me on Instagram at evanshank75 at evanshank75. And uh, let me know, what's something that you need to be saying yes to? What's something that you need to be saying no to? And of course, this can be in your professional life, your personal life, whatever is just popping into your head. Um, That's the most important thing right now for you where you're at in your life. So remember, yes is good, but no sometimes can even be better. And without... Get, like waiting till the very end of this episode to drop key points that I have. I want to go ahead and just skim through them and then I'll try to support those points as we continue this conversation a little bit. So I've got four main bullet points that I'm just going to kind of rattle off is number one, progress always beats perfection. I think that is so critical is especially for small business owners or entrepreneurs you have to just focus on progress. And as I'm saying this into the microphone, talking to whoever's listening, <laughs> I'm saying this right back for myself as well, like genuinely. It's easy for us to get caught up in needing to have something perfect, especially if it's our first time doing something. For instance, perfect example, this podcast. This is my first episode. And I know it's not going to be perfect. I don't know how to do this. I have a general idea, but I'll figure it out as I go. The fact of the matter is progress is going to win as opposed to aiming for perfection. You'll get better at things over time. That's just how it goes. So the people that are really successful in the world also seem to really resonate and and, and preach that truth, that progress beats perfection. I'm repeating it a lot because I think it's worth trying to lock into our brains, not just for you, but for myself as well. The next key point is momentum is your biggest ally. Momentum comes from progress or just taking the next step uh, more so. So like, I I don't know if you've heard of the snowball effect. I'm going to assume that you have. That's what I call it, but basically the idea of a small little snowflake that connects to another snowflake makes it twice as big and then you can eventually have enough snowflakes that it's like a snowball and then you roll it down the hill and it's momentum going down the hill it's collecting and gathering more snow and more snow and more snow the same thing happens in all of our different endeavors in our life the more that you take the next steps the more opportunity for momentum to set in and really help you it's kind of like, I, maybe this is a bad example. I mean, I am I don't do sailboats. I think they're awesome, but I don't really uh, do sailboats at all, even though I live uh, in Sarasota, Florida, where I guess I could be sailing. Anyway, it makes me think of a sailboat that's standing still and there's some wind that comes. It's going to take quite a bit of wind to get that vessel moving from going from a standstill to moving. Whereas if you already have a little bit of momentum, 
then even the smallest gusts of wind, you're going to be able to capitalize on that. Um, I hope that's true. I think it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense in my brain. Um, but that I am a very, um, visual type of person. So I'm always coming up with these like connections, um, visual connections that represent something I'm saying. So <laughs> if you stick around with this podcast, you're going to hear more of that. So, uh, just roll with me, but momentum is your biggest ally. It makes it easier to keep going. The first step is typically the hardest. The third key point I want to talk on is going backwards is not bad. I would say that going downwards is, or you could say something along those lines. But sometimes you do need to take a step back. Sometimes you do need to, yeah, I guess just go backwards. I'm trying to think of another way to say it. But so maybe that for you, it's you put a bunch of money into a startup company and it's just a very small um, solo thing that you're doing or whatever the case may be. And it doesn't seem to work out. You know, so many business owners have had fails attempt, failed attempts before they like strike gold and find a system and a, an idea that works, right? So for that person, I mean, if you're one of those people that have hit some sort of failure or rock bottom with something you're trying, Sometimes you do have to slide back into doing um, jobs that you used to do in the past that you now had started to think you were above or that you were kind of like beyond that phase in your life. Um, you know, I mean, like one one example would be kind of like, a, I guess, a divorce. And it's, of course, very case-by-case case specific, um, especially with this example. But, you know, sometimes things just it's not working out and it becomes more of a detriment to sit there and try to um, make these puzzle pieces fit if they're just, if it's just not going to happen, you know, and it can feel like you've backslid if you're somebody that's either going through that um, or have been through that. I'm sure that there's a sense of feeling like you're going backwards in life uh, because it's different than the typical narrative of, you know, going from a young person all the way up through becoming an adult with responsibilities and then relationships, owning a house, whatever, you know, kind of the American dream type thing. But it might have been necessary. It doesn't mean you're going backwards. Now, if you start to backslide, I guess you could say, or spiraling downwards, you start picking up bad habits or they start uh, becoming more prevalent in your life. You're just like drinking a ton. You're not showing up to work when you should. You've just lost all motivation. You got to be careful because then, yeah, you're going downwards as opposed to backwards. So remember, going backwards is not bad. Sometimes it's exactly what you need to do. And so in the grand scheme of your life, as you lay in your deathbed and think about all you've accomplished, you'll be able to see in hindsight that some of those backward steps, and I'm using air quotes for those that are just listening, going backwards, you're going to realize maybe that was the most forward progress you ever made in your life. And it was the key to new things. The last point I want to make here is if you have the power to take your next breath, then you have all you need to take your next step. And I just, you know, I'm saying it because I think it's true. Breathing becomes this thing that's very, like, you don't think about it. You're just breathing. That's how you survive. You're so used to it. You've been doing it for so many years now at this point. Like, you don't have to tell yourself to breathe. Well, if that's happening for you, then you already have what it takes, what you need to take your next step. 
And once you do it, this plays back into the momentum thing a little bit too. Once you do it a few times and you start to become more comfortable with being uncomfortable and trying new things or um, inching forward in a business, you're going to realize that there is a bit of a habit and a snowball effect that can come out of that. So just remember, you don't need to get all of your ducks perfectly in a row. This goes back to progress beating perfection as well. If you can take a breath one after the next, then you can take a step one after the next. Those are the key points to this episode, and it reminds me of a story back when I was a kid again, so I'm going to go even younger this time. One of my earliest entrepreneurial endeavors, and it lasted for, like, I think two days, <laughs> but it was obviously mo- impactful enough for me uh, to remember it now, but so I, I don't know what my reason behind it, behind it was, but... I, I, maybe it was the same thing as the story I told you before where I just wanted to like try to make some some cash. I can't really remember, but I lived on a cul-de-sac in, um, in a suburb outside of Cincinnati, Ohio, and that's where I grew up, and uh, for anybody that knows Fairfield, Ohio, that was my, uh, that's, those were my stomping grounds. That's where I grew up. But um, anyway, in Fairfield, Ohio, sitting at the curb at the end of my driveway next to the mailbox selling handfuls of cereal to the cars that drove by. Now imagine this, this little, I think I was probably five, maybe, this little five-year-old kid sitting down with a box of cereal trying to flag down cars as they come come uh, driving by. Now granted, like I said, I'm on a cul-de-sac, so there's like basically no traffic that comes down there anyway. But the random car you know, I'd stand up and try to get their attention. They'd roll their window down and I'd tell them that I've got cereal for sale. And (laughs) I hadn't really thought much past that. So what would happen is whether it was 50 cents or whatever it was, if they were like, I guess, just kind of like humoring me and just thinking, oh, cute little kid, like, sure, like, this is his lemonade stand type of thing. So like, I'll support it, right? And so they give me 50 cents and I just take a handful out of the box of cereal and just stick it through the window and and uh, give it to them. And so now they're holding, they're just like with their hands cupping this <laughs> this dry cereal, whether it's Fruit Loops or whatever, and had nothing else to give them. I didn't have bowls or spoons or anything. And I didn't really think about that. But what happened is one time this guy came through and I think he gave me five bucks and just really like, um, I think he was really fascinated by, you know, my little uh, setup that I had going on there. And he said, why don't you take this five bucks and what next time I come through, if you can have a bowl and a spoon and for extra money, I can have milk with it too i started to realize like oh i could upsell i could make this better in these types of ways and this guy's giving me the resources this five bucks to invest into that and the the fact of the matter with this is the continual energy and willingness to improve on the feedback made it a win now it didn't last very long like i said it might have been over a weekend but i took that to heart and i realized, okay, that's my next step. That's the way to make this better. This is the way to, you know, just like I said, do better uh, with what I'm trying to accomplish. So my question to you is what was your youngest lemonade stand idea? 
evanshank75 on Instagram. DM me. I want to hear what was the first endeavor that you ever um, pushed for. Uh, I think those stories are always entertaining and it's a good way to get a conversation going. And so for me, I was selling handfuls of cereal with no plan, no bowls, no spoons to people that were driving down this like random cul-de-sac in in this neighborhood. <laughs> so um, I don't know if I've really made it much further <laughs> than that. I think I've learned a couple of things along the way now that I'm sitting here at 30 years old. Uh, but what was your youngest, I'll call it the lemonade stand idea? I'd be really interested to hear. So like I said, visuals are something that I, um, that I lean into a lot. It's just how my brain works. And with this whole concept of taking the next step, it makes me think of football players when they're training. They always drive their legs until they're tackled, regardless of the progress that they're making on the field or the progress that's not being made. They train this way to always keep their legs firing and just digging into the ground with their cleats to try to push forward. And because they train like that all the time, it becomes a habit. It's an instinctive action, regardless of whatever circumstance or situation they find themselves in on the field. So for you, for me, how can we train ourselves into becoming used to and feed off of taking the next steps? It doesn't have to be these massive leaps to get to the success or to the thing that you're that you're aiming after. It's all about just continual short progress. It's the the idea of getting one percent better every single day at a specific thing. There's so much more that we could talk on with this, and that's why I'm excited about this podcast because for me, I'm like okay, what am I supposed to do now? And over the course of this podcast, I'll share more about you know what I do for a living and where this podcast fits in and kind of my how my brain works with the things that I have learned and the things that I'm working on getting better at. And that's where I wanna connect with you guys as much as possible. And I think the more that we connect, the more that we can grow together and really um, leverage each other's stories and expertise. But for me, I'll leave you with this. What I'm working on right now in my personal and professional life are a few of the following. Number one, I want to do more fun and memorable things with my friends and my family. This, like I said, I'm 30 years old and between 30 and 40, my aim is to really create habits of fun, doing things with my kids. I've got a four-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old. For instance, I want to get a fishing pole. Why? Not because I like fishing, but because I love the idea of introducing my sons to fishing. We have a pond in the backyard, and so what better way for us to connect and have memories and stories? And maybe we'll find a hobby out of it, but you know, I'm also kind of hoping that like we don't catch a fish because I don't really know what to do. I think I do, but I'm not sure that I do, and so that idea might break down. But overall, I want to do more fun and memorable things. I don't want to just like like hustle 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 i i mean i see what that's all about and and i respect it to a large degree but 
I want to schedule in the things that are going to make my life feel rich and full. And I would encourage you to do the same. If you are one of the people out there that are pretty good at balancing the fun stuff with your family or the things you like to do on the weekends or whatever, as well as your entrepreneurial um, endeavors that you have going on, maybe you have a business or businesses that you're managing, what are, do you have any tips or tricks for me? I'd love to hear that. Um, the second thing that I'm working on, which comes in hand with this podcast, and I will speak on it because this is the first episode, is I want to build an audience. But more so than that, I want to connect with more people. I just want to be around people that are like-minded, that I can learn from, that um, we can just share stories and just enjoy this whole thing called existence as humans, you know, we're all sharing the planet right now. We're all like, we're all breathing air and, you know, waking up and going to bed and repeat and we all have cool things. And I, I, I want to just get out there in the world a little bit more. So that's something I'm working on is building an audience and connecting with more people and then balancing my short-term needs with my long-term desires. So, you know, I've got multiple things going on at any given moment and some of it is a little bit more um, revenue producing and there it's the short term solution to paying the bills essentially. And then there's other things that I want to make sure that I'm prioritizing and working on in baby steps so that this next big thing, I'm using air quotes, um, is being worked on in the background. So it's just kind of, it's a game of balance. So I want to do more fun things and pencil that into my calendar. I want to connect with more people and I want to practice balancing my short-term needs and my long-term desires and giving everything the level of priority and time that it deserves so that I can live the life that I'm looking to achieve. I'm sure if you've listened this far that we have a good fair bit in common and hopefully something that we've uh, talked about today will resonate with you. I've got a lot of different ideas for how this podcast could go. So once again, for the probably fourth or fifth time, I am totally open to having you shoot over suggestions. Hit me in the DMs over on my Instagram page, evanshank75, and let's start a conversation. I am so excited for this journey of this podcast. So let's remember the keys from today. Progress always beats perfection. Momentum is your biggest ally. Going backwards is not bad. Going downwards is. And if you have the power to take your next breath, then you have all you need to take your next step. Until next time, thanks for being here. Well, that does it for this episode. You can always reach out to me directly on my Instagram at evanshank75 with any thoughts or questions you may have. I'd love to connect and hear your story. Make sure you follow and subscribe and also leave a review on whichever platform you're listening to this on. My only question to you is, which way now? 